All right, there we go. So we are live. We live, we live, we live, we live. As a matter of fact, give me one second because I want to. As a matter of fact, all of you guys, if if you guys, um, Nikki, Tony, Tora, if you guys have Facebook up, just share it to your page. I don't want to take the time to tag and, and stuff like that because we already late. So I don't want to, <clears throat> you know, make it any later than we already are. So welcome back guys for another episode of the a better me equals a better we podcast um as you can see um, from the panel list that i put out to you guys versus the panelists that you guys have now um it looks a lot different some familiar but good faces um if you've been following the podcast i mean if you haven't just know you're in store for a great conversation um, unfortunately, um, our other panelist that uh, that you guys may have saw on the promotion, um, she actually had something work-related uh, that came up at the last minute, so she wouldn't be able to make it um, today. But you guys will see her in the future, um, as well as another panelist that I had lined up for you guys uh, just to widen it up. So they had some things come up, but uh, these lovely ladies here uh, were able to answer the call, um, you know, because they love me. You know, what can I say? Um, and they love talking to you guys about all of these topics and really like getting to the bottom of these things. Uh, so without further ado, um, I'm going to let my panelists introduce themselves, and I'll start with Nikki. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell our viewers a little bit about yourself? Hey, guys. So <clears throat> my name is Nikki, um, Traquan's sister. Everybody really know, whatever. Um, I'm the good looking one though. That's what he usually say, but we're gonna put that out there. Um, um, so basically I'm an operations specialist for Wild Cornell Medicine. Um, I recently moved to Maryland from New York, Brooklyn. Hopefully I don't get that accent. No offense, babe, but, um, and that's really it. And I got a little big head son, as you can see, all up in the mix, but that's it. But how how Suge Knight said it in the um in the uh, Biggie movie when he was like, if you don't want nobody dancing, all up in the video. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Darren in the background. Um, and uh, Tony, why don't you introduce yourself uh, for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself? Hello, everybody. It's me again, Tony here on this um good topic podcast gender roles um so i am a fashion designer for a children's brand called alani jean which is named after my daughter and i'm just excited to talk about this because i listen to so many things about relationships so this is a good topic definitely definitely and um because i know um you know, just how intelligent these young ladies are. And I'll call them young ladies, even though we uh, we getting up there. Uh, but these young ladies, <laughs> um, you know, I thought that they would be perfect um, to talk about this particular topic. And uh, Tora, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hi, everybody. My name is Tora. Um, I appeared on one of the first podcasts where we talked about um, things I wish I'd known before I was married. Um, I am a mother of two beautiful daughters, um, a hardworking mother at that. We'll get into that in this podcast. 
in this podcast. Um, I'm also a fitness instructor, a motivator, and topics like this I just love. So I'm just like really excited. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> See, you know it's gonna be a good episode, and you know somebody's gonna have something good to say when they like. Let's let's just let's just get into it. That's enough about me. I got some stuff I need to tell y'all. So I'm already prepared because it sounds like to me that Tora got some stuff that she need to get off her chest, right? So I cannot, um, I cannot wait to to hear what she has to say. Um, and if you guys haven't noticed already, and you probably have, the name of this episode is called Gender Roles, right? But we have three young ladies. So I really need you guys in the comments. I need the, the fellas. I need your inputs in the comments for these questions and the feedback. And of course, I'm a chime in. I'm a represent for the fellas, um, you know, this, this episode. But I really can't wait to hear what you have, guys have to say. Um, so... Let's just, you know, dive into it, like Tora said, right? So talking about gender roles, right? Um, I wanted to start from just as simple as defining it or what does it mean to a particular person? Like, what are gender roles? Like when you hear, you know, that term. Um, so Tony, I'll start with you. Uh, what do you think are, like when you hear gender roles, like what does that mean to you? Um, well, in simplest terms, I just think once I hear it, it's like, what can a man do? What can a woman do? How do they interact? Um, as far as relationships, my grandmother's from the South, and she'll tell you quick, the man go get the bacon, and then you fry it up. Like, that's her. She will sit you down and tell you that till this day. That's her lot. You know, that's her logic. That's how a relationship works. You take care of the kids, you take care of the house. He go get that bacon and you fry it up for him, you know? So, um, yeah, I just think it's gender plays a lot in the workplace and relationships and, and it's so much different now than it was back then. I can tell you that because women could do what a man could do essentially, but we'll get into that later on. <laughs> definitely. We definitely going to touch on that. Cause I know I I can hear all of you guys saying a little a little bit of that. Cause uh, listen, I took the trash out yesterday, so I ain't trying to hear it, right? Um, so Nikki, what do you like now that we kind of got it, like an idea of what people think about when they when they think about gender roles and they're like, all right, this is what the man should do, this is what the woman should do. Um, what do you think are some common gender role myths? Like, and, and, and let's just, for, for the sake of this particular question, let's just go like in a relationship. Like, what do you think are some common myths um, about gender roles? Well, I can say one myth when it comes to, let's just say general male, female, since we're talking just gender in particular, that, you know, the man is supposed to go out and he's supposed to work and the woman's supposed to, you know, take care of the house and be like a house mom, take care of the kids while he goes and, you know, get the money, which is, you know, how it used to be. But um, nowadays, like, you know, women are actually, you know, working and sometimes working more than men or, you know, things like that. But it is a myth that even when it comes to household duties, like only the man should take the trash out or only the woman should cook. 
like these guys they got to learn how to cook too so those are like certain myths of you know even household duties and also gender like myths are just basically in the workplace like I'm seeing a lot of people like the person that's the head of my department she's a woman and I'm not gonna lie like when I've been working at this job for a really long time when I first started it was a man and that's usually the thing it's usually like you know the man the woman and then like you know everybody else under so I think it's like myths everything that the man is the boss and the woman follow you know yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, that's that's one thing that that we see a lot more of nowadays, um, where you see more women in leadership roles, um, even to the point where like we have women running for president and, you know, getting to a point where there there are a lot of people that run for office that run for president. Um, and then you get down to like the last two nominees. Um, and then we have women who are contending for these jobs, who are actually, you know, making it there. And as we all know, we have a, our first female vice president. Um, that's a big deal, right? Um, because before it was when we looked at, um, you know, African-American or, or just minorities, like one of the things that, that we would say as kids, but we didn't actually feel like what might have been feasible was, oh, I could be president one day. Now seeing Barack Obama, now my kid is really gonna feel like he can be president one day. And it's the same thing with um, Kamala Harris being vice president or seeing other women in leadership roles. Um, it starts to show us like, wait, wow, like, you know, women can do these uh, roles, women can hold positions of authority. And then it also, um, you know, makes men okay with it. Like, I feel like that's one of the things um, that men kind of have to get used to nowadays, understanding that your boss might be a woman um, and she, she's going to do a great job at it, right? Um, just want to put that out there. Your boss might be able, and she, she's going to do a great job at it. Uh, so, Tora, do you think that, or would you say that gender roles um, only apply to intimate relationships, or do you think that they stretch past those relationships? Um, I think that gender roles um they stretch way past just relationship wise they're in the workplace they're in you know friendships they're in you know it's just what what it is like this is a world of women and it's a world of men so gender roles is always going to come up you know the woman should do this the men can the men should do this sports you know like let's let's talk about it like basketball for a long time, it was oh, only men play basketball. Women can't play basketball. Men make more, you know, the, the NBA makes more than the WNBA. Like these gender roles are heavy. Like they're heavy in way more than just relationship, you know? So it stretches way past that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, I want to look at our comments for a second because I saw a really good one. Um, I see Keith said, yo, cuz, what you got going on here? Uh, hey, how's it going, um, Keith? I, well, Keith, I haven't called you Keith since I don't think ever, but, um, you know, how's it going, cuz? You know, a better me equals a better we podcast. Uh, we just going around talking about different topics, uh, learning and growing together, learning uh, from each other. Um, Jalil said, uh, what's up, you guys? Hey, how's it going, Ja? Um, and then Natalie said in our comments, um, that never applied to black women um, in regards to gender roles. Uh, she said, women worked, cooked, took out the trash, 
and entertain the man that night. So I, I think that, that that is a very, very interesting take um, to, to say that, you know, that, that might have applied to some people, but, you know, my mama did all of that. Um, Tony, because, what would you say to uh, something sorry. like that? <laughs> Since you started, what would you say about something like that? No, I agree with what she said in the comments because we were slaves together. So we had to be able to do everything together. We stood by each other. We cleaned together. We cooked together. So like generals don't play a part when it comes to the black family and to you know black relationships and black love. So I agree a hundred percent. And um Tony, what do you think, like when we look at traditional gender roles, right? Um, and, and we're in a place where right now we're trying to define like what the gender roles are and the common myths and uh, things of that sort. What do you think is the problem when we look at gender roles today? Like, what do you think the problem is with, um, or the biggest problem is with traditional gender roles? I think the world has evolved so much from back in the days. Two household incomes is better than one. You know what I mean? So most people can't just stay at home. They have to work. I think modern way of thinking has evolved so much that it's so hard to stick to the old school way and the old belief system. Like everything that you do is kind of like, okay, women could take up IT, men could take up IT. You know, we got all these different departments and it's just, it just has evolved so much. And I don't think it's fair to try to keep it old school because if you keep it old school, you got to look at a whole lot of other things to keep old school as well. Where we are today, you can't just keep saying, well, back in my day, back in my day, well, this is a whole new world. Like, genders is not even just male and female no more so you got to think about that as well we we are evolving i work at the dmv and it's just like we're about to do male female and x so it's just where are we today that's a whole deep conversation like where are we we're not back in the day like the world today is so much different yeah def definitely definitely so different um, <clears throat> my dad has a saying where, where he would say things like, there's nothing under the sun that haven't been done before. Um, but now when you look at, and I think that applies to most things, but now, like you said, with the, the whole gender thing, like, I don't remember there being a gender X at any point, you know, at any point in history, like we're, we're in uncharted territory. Um, we're in a place now. Um, in society where same-sex relationships, same-sex marriages are more accepted than they were at one point. Like, um, and, and these are things that have always, as far as same-sex relationships, they've existed for a very long time, um, but they were very frowned upon. And, you know, of course, I'm, I'm sure we all have heard stories about hate groups and things of that sort. And then I have people um, who I know um, who or who I have been, um, you know, in contact with, work with, um, are friends with, um, who have, you know, same-sex relationships, um, male and female, and um, you know, especially for the males, like I've heard horrific stories of, um, you know, just violence and things of that sort concerning that. So things like that have existed, 
for a while, but they're now more accepted, uh, which even puts a wrench in gender roles, right? So now if I'm in the same sex relationship, if, if I'm a woman with another woman, then who takes out the trash, right? Um, you know, how does that work? Um, and I'm going to ask Nikki that question later. Like, so uh, who takes out the trash? <laughs> who who mows the lawn? Like, um, but so um, Nikki, do you think that there are any gender roles or like these old school roles that shouldn't change? Like, is there, are there any of those? Because I like the saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? And it's not to say that gender roles is right or hat or, but there are some things that that could possibly work, right? Um, so, is there anything when it comes to gender roles that that works and maybe we shouldn't change? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, not a lot, but I feel like when it comes to um, everybody knows, like a man protects women. Like when you're in like a relationship, man, woman, like you feel safe with your man. Like you know, like if I go out, like it's a, a form of security. And even like not even boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. When you with your homeboys, your friends, like you expect you know them to protect you. They're not gonna look at you like oh, like make sure I feel protected. And honestly, one thing that we do lack is feeling protected. And I don't know, like you know, what the white people going through, but a lot of black women, they're like you know. I don't feel protected by a black man. I feel like they disrespect us. They're this, they're that. They don't have the the value like you know that they used to have before. They don't have the morals that, and that's one thing that should have stayed the same as far as gender goes. Um, you know, to protect their their black women. And even sometimes, like, you know, daddy would say, like, you know, even if we didn't know this woman or just respect as far as if we got beef, you know not in front of the children, not in front of this, like, you know, we're going to shoot at night, like things like that. So just as far as just not only protecting like, you know, females, but like the youth and like, you know, people in their community. Now they don't care. They don't respect women. If a woman hit them, they're going to hit them back. Like, you know, so I think when it comes to, you know, security, that that, that should definitely remain the same. Tony, what about you? Like, do, do you think that there's anything um, as far as roles, um, that, that shouldn't change? Is there anything that sticks out to you that you would say like, you know what, this, it'll be good if this stayed the same? You know what's funny? I don't ever think there's like, there was ever like a guidebook on like, this is how it's supposed to be. That's why it was so easy to like change things. Um, I think for me in my relationship, I love a man to be a man. You know what I mean? Like step up you know when something's lacking you take charge I think that and of course definitely with protection but just taking charge like going the extra mile to make sure there's food on the table going the extra mile to make sure this bill is going to be paid I'm not saying be you know pay all the bills but you know if something's lacking it's like all right let me step up let me take charge I love a man to be a man and want to kind of like lead his household head of household. So I think that one is like a really, you know, one that I wouldn't want to change. And I, I love the fact that you said that, like, as far as like a man being a man and then really, um, and really expounded upon that. Cause it's one thing to say that, like, I need a man to be a man, but we also have to remember that um, every, everybody didn't have you know, Tony's grandmother that said that you got to, uh, the man got to go get the bacon and you got to cook it, right? Like, you get what I'm saying? So when you say a man being a man, to some people that might be foreign, like, what is that? Um, you have people who think that being a man is, 
you know, pants hanging low, you know, I'm out here thug life to the day I die. Like, you know, there are people who are in certain neighborhoods, terrorizing neighborhoods, um, you know, people are afraid to go outside their homes and, um, and purses getting snatched and kids getting shot in broad daylight and all these other violent acts and getting, getting money um, and all this other stuff. And in their mind, that's their version of being a man, right? So I really like how you expounded upon um, you know, what that is, like, you know, being the head, right? Um, because now we hear so many, as a man, we hear so many women um, say things like, you know, I'm not, I'm not submitting to no BS, right? But you saying that you want your man to be the head is a form of submissiveness. So that shows us, like, if there are any men watching, that shows us that women are, they want that, like, they want, um, you know, they want to feel like, you can run the show, right? But that don't mean they're gonna let you crash the boat. Like, you know what I mean? Like that don't mean they're gonna let you crash it, right? So um, Tora, how about you? Do you think that, um, are there any roles or a role um, that you think that shouldn't change? Um, I really like what Tony said when she said, you know, I, I want my man to be a man and be able to step up. Um, as far as like when, it, when we're home and you see, something is broken as a man, I love when you step up and you fix it. Yes, as a woman who's very good with my hands, I can fix it. I can fix it, but it's attractive to, to us. I'm not only speaking, I know I'm not only speaking for myself. It's attractive to us when we see that our man can step up and fix the broken toilet, fix the hole in the wall, we need, we don't have this detergent. Oh, my wife must have forgot. That's what I'm here for too. So, you know, be a man, like step up. You know, at the end of the day, we're a team. So Tony, you hit it right on the head right there, girl, because it's too many men out here that think that, you know, all right, she got it. She got it all by herself. No, sometimes I don't have it. I forget I'm human. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when it comes to, you know, that partnership, I'm not going to just say men and women, women and women, you know, man and man, whatever. When you're in a relationship, it takes, you know, two people to let's let's do this together. We're doing life together. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, step up to the plate and handle it. And I do want to always feel protected. We go out and somebody giving me the side eye. I'm looking at you like, baby, you see this? You know, I shouldn't have to ever step up to a man if my man is standing right there. Men handle men things, women handle women things. That's just how it goes. And I think it should stay that way. <laughs> Definitely. Like, could you imagine walking down the street and getting bumped by some old big brawler dude and then your man look <laughs> at you like, so what you gonna do? <laughs> I think like that would be, I think at that point, um, like as soon as that situation was over, like the conversation would really be like, I think we need to rethink um, this relationship. I'm not sure if this is for me. Like I can just see it just ending at that point. So I do agree with you. Like I think that um, there are certain roles um, just based on our genetic makeup. Um, when you look at how um, most men are, are, you know, built bigger, stronger, um, and things of that sort, you should be able to protect um, the person that you're with. So I do agree um, with that. And now that now that we've kind of like dug into gender roles, right? 
um, I want to kind of start talking about the new age thinking, right? But before I see we have a lot of comments here, but before I get into the new age thinking, I want to get into our comments for a second. So Keith said in our comment, uh, we have to prove ourselves, uh, work harder to prove that we are not a joke. Um, and then Melissa said, I've always felt protected. Uh, Reggie said in our comments, a lot of women were single or single. So if they are used to being independent, then it's harder for them to see when a good man come along and want to be equal with them, they get intimidated. Um, and then Alicia says uh, in our comments, it depends on the relationship. Uh, Natalie said, uh, Brother Reggie, are you trying to tell us something? Uh, Alicia said in our comments, some people like the man to be a man uh, and some relationships want to be considered equals, like we both cook, we both work, uh, we both take care, we both take out the trash. Um, so I'm going to stop right there on that comment, um, and then I'll get to the rest in just a moment. Um, I'm going to stop right there uh, at what Alicia said, because I really like what she said in the sense of some relationships are we both cook, we both clean, uh, we both do these things. And that leads me into our next topic is in our new age thinking. Um, and the phrase, anything you can do, I can do. Um, Tony, how do you feel about that phrase? Um, I think if we talk in relationships, I don't want to be in a competition. You could do that. What? I could do that too. I could do this all by myself. I'm so independent in a relationship. Because again, it's attractive when you're a man. It's attractive I'm not talking to you. It's attractive. It's attractive when you're a man. It's attractive when you when you step up. So I'm not gonna be like, what? Nope. Mm, let me go to the store. I got this. Let me take out the trash. I can take out my own trash. So that sense, no. In the workplace, if we both qualify, we both qualify. You could fix this computer. I went to the same program and got this degree. I can fix it too. You getting this pay, I want that pay too. You understand what I mean? So it just definitely depends. But if you're talking relationships, I'm definitely not the one to be like, I can do this by myself. I don't need you. You know, I'm not that kind of person. So yes, I am submissive to the right. Let me let me emphasize. I am submissive to the right man, my man. You know, I'm not gonna be out here picking or choosing these knuckleheads out here. Who ain't about nothing? You have right. to be a man to be respected as a man. So yes, in relationships, I'm not for the competition. You could do it, I could do it, blah, blah, blah. But in workplaces and different other scenarios, sometimes you gotta be like, listen, don't don't shortchange me because I'm a woman. Cause I can I can do exactly what you're doing, you know? So yeah. I I I really, I really, 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 really love that. Um, because nowadays with this new age thinking, right? Um, and I think at this point, it's crazy to say um, that at this point, we might be what middle middle age or approaching middle age. Um, so we're not even like the young, the young hotness on the scene no more, right? And uh, we seeing with this <laughs> Latour in the back, like um, <laughs> young hot tenderoni right here. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we're seeing a lot with the younger generation, right? The 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 people in their early twenties, uh, late teens, or even you know middle twenties, 
Um, I see, and I don't know about you guys, maybe you guys can, um, you know, give your opinion on this. I see a lot of young men, young women, um, especially young women, like, I don't need a man. Um, like Tony said, anything, I, I don't need nothing for this. I can do this. I can do that. Um, and it, it, it really... If, if we train or are we training our young women like that? Are we training our young men like that um, to feel like they don't need each other? Um, because it's a, it's a possibility for conflict, right? Um, so my question to you, Nikki, is um, when you see this mindset of anything I can do, anything you can do, I can do, do you think that this would create conflict um, in an intimate relationship? And what kind of conflicts do you think um, it creates well you know in my relationship that's not conflict because we're both women so you know it's it's more so like I'm not gonna lie like I guess when it comes to women too you know we're more emotional we're more this and more than likely the natural thing to do is to love me how you want to be loved right so I'm learning to be more affectionate because you know I only have brothers so I'm just like what up babe like what's good like you know and I'm not like as affectionate she would like the dates that's like her thing but when it comes to like us there is more not that anything you could do I could do better or okay you did this let me do this for you but I do take that kind of stuff into consideration because I do know it is different from dating a guy and a woman and you know things like that but um I do want to piggyback on what you said about the girls now and how they are like even when you look at like the girls like um that's dating the rappers like little baby all these other people it's like all right he bought me a car for my birthday his birthday came up let me buy him a car like oh he's not you know he's doing this for me I could do it too like I can make my own money outside of him which I get on a form of being independent but then they're showing girls that don't have what they have or have the platform they have to build those things like you know what you don't need a man for anything and what they start doing when that happens is they let guys treat them anyway so it's just like you know what even though he didn't buy me this and I know I deserve this and I know I'm doing this and I deserve that it's like you know what? I don't need anything from you like there's no way you could be talking to somebody for a year two years and it's like you know my light's about to go off or just anything like that it's like they're not gonna look for the, sometimes they'll go to somebody that they're not even talking to because they want to seem more independent to the person that they're talking to than like in actuality, like what it is. So, I mean, it's a little bit of, I, I don't think, I think this generation is sucky. I want, I want to grow up in the 90s. Like I always say that, but whatever, it's too late, too late. Hey, you know, what, what can we do? I love the 90s. That's my, my favorite era. Um, if you grew up in the 90s, my hat goes off to you. I'm envious. Um, I, I did like growing up in the early 2000s uh, because, you know, we got introduced to a lot of different things. So I'm not too far behind in the sense of like internet, social media. Um, I don't take pictures like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like it had, had, I, had I, you know, not grew up in that age, I probably wouldn't have, um, you know, been on game, you know, how we are now and or have been able to relate to somebody that's able to go outside and play. Now these kids don't want to go outside, but that's a that's a conversation for our, our screen time part two episode. Um, but I have a um, a question that that I've actually been really anxious to ask um, because one of our panelists um, actually has what some people would call a man job or a man's job, right? <laughs> so I'm a little excited to 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 ask uh, Tora this question. So Tora, 
do you think or would you say um, although i know the answer to this question but i just can't wait for you to um, expound upon it uh would you say that there are jobs that are for men or for women no let me just put it plain no i have been fixing elevators for almost 11 years and literally what they do i do you wanna you want something lifted up a flight of steps he gonna lift it up the steps i'm gonna lift it up the steps too he's gonna get on top of the elevator i'm getting on top of the elevator too and let me just say elevators are dangerous so literally if i as a woman can do a job that's just so manly then no i don't believe that you know there's man jobs and there's women jobs we're all human as long as our five fingers our legs our arms as long as this works listen you could do it i could do it and that's not even in a sense of competition it's just you know that's what it is like if i can move around and do this then so can you now i am i do want to touch base on the women who think they're stronger than men we are not stronger than them it's just it's, it's I don't believe that and you know everybody has their opinions but a man is stronger than a woman so y'all here you want to fight the man you want to oh so listen chill out you are not a man you're not as strong as a man and that's just what it is but back to your question Traquan no I do not think there are jobs that are just specifically for men because of what I have been doing for the past 11 years. And I really, I was so excited to, to ask that question um, because I think for a lot of, for a lot of people, um, you get that, like, you know, this is a man's job or I've seen people you know, look at a woman and and make comments about her sexuality based off of where she worked, right? Like, now nah, she do construction. She she got it like women. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she she can't. Real you know, quick, Traquan. Like, I worked for this supervisor. He was my foreman, and he was a you know a real racist dude or whatever. And this was the company that I worked for before this one, which was like nine years ago. But you know, I'm on the job site, and you know, it was my first day there. And one of the guys told me, you know, he asked me, were you a dyke? And I'm just like, well, why would he ask that? Oh, because, you know, you know what? <laughs> I don't have to be a dyke or whatever it is you want to call them to, to work this job. Like, I have a child at home. Like, I'm in a happy relationship with a man. Like, and I'm here doing this job. I come here, I get dirty, just like the rest of you why do I have to be, you know, a dyke? And, you know, I go on, so what my job does, they'll send you, you know, alerts or whatever when there's a, a shutdown in the building. And I'll get to the building sometimes and they're like, especially if, they, if they've never seen me before, you're, you're the elevator mechanic, you, you're gonna fix it? Oh, I've never seen, you know, you have the nice ones, but then you have the ones that's looking at you like, <laughs> you gonna fix my elevator? Like this I'm not like, gonna get done. I can leave. I can leave. You know, they're not gonna send me here for, for nothing. 
you know, and then you, you know, when I fix it and then it's like, oh, thank you, thank you, yeah, yeah, have a nice day. Because there's people out there, especially in other races, you know, I want to say like the Russian, the older Russian men, you know, where, you know, in their culture, women are not <laughs> doing this, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they're looking at me funny, but that never bothered me and, and it won't bother me <laughs> until I retire, like ever. See, I just want to say something really quick. Isn't it funny how, you know, you can be, you know, straight or whatever, and they look at you funny, but the minute that you can say you're a dyke, you're the same person. But the minute you say that you're a dyke, now I'm qualified because right. I put a dyke on it. Like, what and I'm like, the same body, I'm the same hair, nothing changes. I didn't gain a hundred, you know, I didn't gain muscle. <laughs> exactly. But Does that make me makes stronger? more comfortable for you. Like that's, that's I couldn't believe it, but I wanted to report him so bad, but I didn't hear it for myself. It was just like somebody came and told me, so I'm just like, I'm not gonna say nothing to this man. <laughs> and and I I really like you know where like all of these things that you guys are touching on because it really this stuff even as far as like when we look at gender roles and sexuality, like and how people perceive you based off of things that you do, like and the subconscious mind. Like there are people like I I know um, not me personally, but I've been around people where let's say I start working at a job, and the receptionist is is a man. I, I like a lot of men don't get receptionist jobs. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like I've worked in offices, I've managed companies, I've never been a receptionist. They just won't take me. Like I don't know. Every time I put my resume in, they will not let me be the guy at the desk. So when you when you see a man at the desk, I've been around people that was like, yo, he he gay, like because he's a receptionist, right? And 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 I think that subconscious like uh, gender role or sexuality based off of what somebody does for work, um, is something that people deal with every day. Um, even somebody, let's say you're a woman who wants to have short hair, oh, don't come in here with a Caesar. Now every woman in here think you're trying to bag like. You know, it, and it's like that sometimes, like you, when we have these hidden, um, well, let me not say hidden, but um, these subconscious thoughts based on people's looks, um, job, the job titles that they have um, and, and, and things of that sort. Um, so I wanted to, um, I wanted to ask Sony a question about um, the roles when we talked about roles not being changed, right? Um, and I really loved all of you guys' perspective, um, but Tony, I want to take a, a flip to that, right? Are there any roles when we think about gender roles? Um, now that now that we've talked about um, women being able to do everything in the workplace um, that a man can do as long as she's qualified, right? So we're not saying put a woman on the back of a garbage truck and she never drove a truck before, like, or let her fix your your roof and she, you know she don't have no qualifications, right? But when we look at gender roles and and um, and the perception that people have of them and things that men should do and women should do, is there anything when we look at the old school way of thinking that shouldn't change as far as women? Like, is there something that women should keep or that a woman should do um, in regards to a role that they have? Um, I just think it's your choice. I don't think it's like a oh, because I'm a woman, I should do this, or because society tells me to, I should be this. Women are natural nurturers. They caretakers. 
So you see a lot of women in customer service because they can talk and they, they're calm. They can calm a situation. So I wouldn't say, okay, you're a woman, so it looks like you need to be in customer service. Or you're a man, mm-hmm, take out the trash. You need to work for sanitation. No, I won't. I, don't, I think society today, you can do and be whatever you want to be. But naturally, women are the nurturers and the caretakers and the the pleasant ones. And, you know, I have men at my job who's ready to like rip my head off. But then you got the woman who's ready to rip your head off too. So it goes both ways. So I don't think there's any, especially in 2021, in April, no, I don't think there's like specific roles. The world has evolved too much. I think that's super dope. And the one thing that I love that you brought up um, was women being nurturing. Um, nowadays, when we talk a lot about like anything you can do, I can do like that, that younger, that's, that, I don't think that hit us. I think that's like right under us um, and that competition within relationships. I think one of the things that, um, that I've personally been seeing a lot of lacking is um, in things like that, like natural um, things like nurturing and things of that sort. Like um, I see a lot more women, just um, young women, um, so open to just leaving their child for weeks and months at a time um, and things of that sort. So I definitely do agree um, with that comment in the sense of women are nurturing. Um, and for me as a man, I would like to see men be more nurturing. Uh, me personally, like I, I have two kids. I love my kids. Um, you know, my aunt has a joke, um, my great aunt has a joke where she would say like, um, your mom would say, I kissed you too much. My kids is probably going to say, I kissed them too much. Like I hug and kiss them too much. Um, so, you know, I think that it's okay for men to be nurturing as well. Um, because I think that our young men, uh, need to know that there are certain things that are not just for females, like showing emotion, crying. Um, that was one, that was a big thing. Like men can't cry or don't cry. You acting like a girl. Um, and in all actuality, like you're hurting, like, so now, now we have to grow up uh, with a sense of feeling like I need to hold all of this in. Um, and then on top of that, and, and just, just keeping it, um, you know, specifically on gender roles, right? So we have to grow up feeling like I have to hold all of this emotion in, um, trauma, hurt, I can't cry, somebody died, stop acting like a girl. Um, and then now we have the responsibility of taking care of an entire house um if if this is what i'm being taught right so now you get in a situation where you're a man and like we all know living in uh new york city uh you can't get a cardboard box for under a thousand dollars to live in right so uh, for for the most part a two family um a two income family is ideal um but you've been taught that you're supposed to do all of this yourself there's there's no greater stress than money stress um, or, or that's one of the biggest ones, right? Money kills, changes relationships. It can depress you um, if you don't handle it right. Um, so I say all of that to say, um, I think that men should be more nurturing, should show more emotion um, because that'll in turn let our sons know, our nephews, our um, other younger family members, just men in general, that it's okay to show emotion. I'm not saying cry about everything now, um, but if you're hurting, you need to show that you need to feel like I can be vulnerable and, and women, um, you know, if your man does open up and he is vulnerable enough to you to express himself, be emotional, you know, 
let's let's not you know use derogatory language against them. Let's not um you know don't be like you acting like a little bitch. <laughs> like, I, you said my, it. Use <laughs> my language. <laughs> you know um, but but exactly right like and 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 that that can scar a man right. That can really scar somebody to be at a point where this is my first time ever opening up. This is my first time ever being vulnerable um, or even being in a situation where you're not somebody that help, that asks people for help. And now you have to ask people for help. And when you ask someone for help, they, oh, you're not a man, you're not. That, that, that just shot me under where I already was. Um, so I think it's definitely something to look out for when we talk about, um, you know, gender roles. And, and, and I think the one thing, um, that we can see is it's not really as much gender-based roles as there were before. It's kind of just roles, right? Like me and you are together, we're in a relationship. Um, I work between this time and this time. So you might have to pick the kids up at this time. You might have to cook this day. You might have to, you know, it, it seems like it's more roles um, than gender-based roles. Um, but with that being said, we have to leave room for the other things like, like emotion um, and men being able to be emotional, uh, nurturing. Um, and things of that sort. Uh, so, Nikki, do you think it's safe to say, um, and I know I just said it, um, but I'll just get your take on it. Do you think it's safe to say that um, that there's just roles um, in relationship and, and not just gender roles? Of course you would ask me this question. It's only one gender. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I do think it's safe to say, of course, that there's just roles and um, not gender roles in in any re relationship friendship anything like that I think it's more so to even when you have friends like as guy friends I'll just go that way like sometime you know I'll need you for this sometime you'll need me for this even if it's not like financial or anything like that like everybody play their roles like there's certain things like you know Tora that's my best friend there's certain things I'm gonna call Tora for you know everybody has a role like so I'll call her for fitness advice I'll call her if I need to vet if I need to talk and if I need to calm down, you know, if you on 10, you know, there's a certain friend that you have that you cannot call when you on 10, like, you know, so everybody play, play their roles, whether it's relationship, whether it's friendship, whether it's even my mother, my father, like if I have a friend that got me upset, I could talk to my father about it. If I'm wrong, he'll tell me my mother, I can't, my friend will come to the house, she'll be like, mm, hello, like, you know, so there's just certain roles that everybody play, like, so that's the role that she just, she's not that one, but friendship, relationships and relationships, I do think that it's just roles and not just based off of gender. Because sometimes I'll call daddy to ask him how to cook some, how to cook something before I call mommy, you know? So it's a role thing. It's not just a gender thing. So, you know, I agree. I'm, I'm over here right now. Let me chill. She watching? I'm just playing. <laughs> you know? Oh man, I listen. I didn't have no parts of that comment. I don't want no parts of that. I didn't say nothing, um, you know, because Amy and mess around and stop cooking. She will never cook another thing again. Like, so I don't want no parts of that. Like, mm -mm, go take, take, go take your call to mm -hmm. All right, because, no, we getting takeout because somebody can't cook around here. Mm. So, yeah, I don't want no parts of that. Um, but... I do want to go to our comments. Um, you know, I've been chatting my life away, so I, I, I don't want to neglect our comments because you guys are very important and I do want to hear your comments and read your comments. Uh, so Marilyn said, uh, we have turned relationships inside out. Men should take on their responsibilities as head of the family 
Uh, that's not my role as a married woman. But as a Christian wife, I should submit to him as he follows Christ. And then um, Natalie said, talk Torah. Um, I can run a $24 million company, but I am your woman. Handle it. Protect me and don't be intimidated by my strength. Um, so I think that that's very, very good. Um, and then, uh, sorry, trying to get down. And then Reggie said, sounds great when you are willing to submit. A lot don't know how to, Natalie. Um, and then uh, Natalie said, workplace, real talk, Tony. Alicia said in our comments, anything you can do, I can do myself. Just what you do for me is extra. Um, and I want to pause there for a second because I do think, I do think that that needs to be addressed, especially when we talk about men, right? Anything you can do, I can do, but whatever you do is extra. Not saying that as a man, right? A lot of men think that I need to get a wife, she needs to cook, and she needs to do all this other stuff. But bro, what if you get married in your 60s? Are you just not going to eat home-cooked meals until you get married? Like, like what? you have to learn how to, right? So I'm, I'm going to, because we don't have a, a man panelist, I just wanted to stop for a second and speak to the men. Bro, my brother, I'm talking to you. Learn how to cook. You need a clean house. You think you're going to find a wife? You think that woman not going to step foot in your door if it's dirty? Like, is she not? She not. Oh, bring and spin the night bag. And then she go and take a shower in the, in the, in the tub dirty. She leaving. Right. That's it. For certain, certain chores and just certain things that need to be done in life. That's just a human like thing that you need to learn, that you need to know how to do a survival skill. Because God forbid, like you're married or you're in a long-term relationship and something happens to where she's bedridden. What do you do? Right. You just knock on clean. You just knock on cook. You just knock on feed the kids. Like, right. And I these also are just like life skills. Said. Yeah, these are just life skills. It's not a man's skill. It's not a woman's skill. Listen, remember, as remember. a woman, if you have a son, you need to be teaching him how to cook, clean, and prepare. You know, you know how to prepare laundry, do laundry, like because you don't ever want him to feel like. Nah, I'm not learning how to do that because I'm going to marry a woman and she's going to do it for me. No. That's not always the case. No. And and I like what you said <laughs> earlier when you said that I know how to fix stuff, but I like when my man takes the lead. So Listen, now the we order stuff off Amazon all the time. And there's times where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to put it together. And he'll step, you know, step in and he put it together. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. Let me just let him do it because, you know. Right. That's but just I, but you know what I okay. like about that, though? Now, as women, now, now to look at both sides of the spectrum, as women, it's okay to know how to screw in a light bulb. Like, it's okay to know how to screw in a screw. That's I'm a not... life skill. You have to be, as a woman, you have to learn how, you have to be able to do certain things that men are, oh, no. you know, known for doing. Like, these are just life skills, not just household skills, but, you know, I don't know how to fix a car, but I need to learn <laughs> because... You just never know. Like, what if you need to change a tire and yet you don't have your man with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, these are just Girl, you know, skills. You know I need to know because Kim yeah. put, well, she helped me put my bed together and it's two women. So we got to do something. I'm like, oh, 
gotta wait for my boyfriend to come aka her because she's a little more crafty with it but <laughs> right. it's just one of us know it and i mean i'm getting better and then I'm when you're thinking about like teamwork like we're in this together there's no you're doing more and i'm doing less or you know vice versa because at the end of the day we both work you know we both may be stressed out during the day you know what i'm saying so like like you said earlier trick one like the daily routine like maybe i'll cook because he gets off later so if i'm gonna be that stubborn woman like no i'm not cooking all the time why not so you're just not gonna eat he gets off later so you're just gonna say oh now i'm waiting for him to get off so now we eating at 10 o'clock at night like you just have to put those the mentality of we're a team right you know there's no gender roles because there's times where when i spoke about you know cleaning products and i'm like oh shoot i didn't know we didn't have ajax but those are things that he'll remember you know but then you know you have certain households where the the woman is responsible for food shopping or shopping for toiletries like that is a team effort it's a team effort that's not a man's role it's not a woman's role so yeah can you guys hear me Okay, good. Um, so, Tora, I actually have a question, or or you have a question in our comments. Uh, Natalie asks, Tora, physically, do you think it's safe for you to do your job in the long run? Yes, um, that's a good question because when when I talk about you know the heavy aspect of elevators, it's not. There's different departments, so. I'm gonna just break it down real quick. So there's the mod department. The mod department is the department that comes into an old building and they rip out old elevators and put in new elevators. That's one department. I've been in that department. That's where you kind of really wanna start so you can learn the elevators in and out, know what parts are, know why everything moves the way it moves. You know, when everything is put together, you know that. Then you have, the repair department, the repair department is a the department with all the big things, like all the big moving parts, they do all of that. Then the department that you really want as a woman, or just, I'm not gonna say as a woman, as a mechanic in general, elevator mechanic, this, the department that I'm in is the maintenance department, AKA service department. That's where you wanna retire because you're basically working with hand tools. You're basically working with your brain. So there's never a, really a point where I have to do all the heavy lifting and, you know, all this crazy, you know, things that people probably think of when they hear me, you know, working on elevators. It's not like that. You know, I work with a simple tool bag, little hand screwdriver, little vice grip here and there, meter, and I use my brain. So this is where I need to be <laughs> until retirement. So I will be okay. And on top of that, I work out every day. So <laughs> I can stay in shape for when there's ever a building I go into and there's one elevator and it's shut down and then there's 20 flights and I have to go up all 20 flights to get to the machine room. So yeah, I I'll survive. <laughs> oh, and, and I really like the way that you broke that down because what if there's a woman that was thinking about doing that, right? So now that they know that um, they they know all the different aspects of it, different places that um, you know that they could go, depending on what they you know wanted to do. Uh, so uh, in our comments, Melissa said, um, "We are stronger than men in a sense." And then she said, uh, "A man catches a cold, and you'd swear he was in labor." 
Um, so I don't know about that. I'm not that man. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. Um, and then let's see. We have a lot of comments here. Uh, Natalie said, I think corporate America and the workplace see gender as the range of characteristics pertaining to and differentiating between femininity and masculinity. Uh, in the ignorance of corporate America, they push their unconscious bias. Uh, we cannot let corporate America dictate. Um, so that's definitely true. I agree with that uh, 110%. And uh, Natalie says, say it again, Tony, we must provide our men a safe place to be vulnerable. Um, Shirley said at work, but turned in love y'all all and I'm so proud of you all. Shatavia said, yes, she is laughing mad loud. Um, and then Natalie said, I love your mom. And Shirley said, y'all going to stop talking about my bro and sis like they not turned, like they not tuned in. <laughs> Listen, um, that was Nikki. She, she the one talking about them. Um, and then Natalie said, what do, <laughs> Natalie said, what do y'all think about submission and who and how do you submit in a relationship? Um, I'm going to ask Tony that question because um, I feel like Tony at this point is teaching us all how to submit um, because, and, and I do, and you know what, listen, I do want to say this, right? I've known Tony for some years now. And I want to put this out there. Tony is not a chump. Like Tony is not a pushover in any way, shape, or form. Like she's actually one of the sternest people I know and standing her ground. Like um, I've learned so much from her in the workplace. Like, you know, it'll be certain things that like maybe I might not want to say um, in, in certain people's eyes in corporate America, they see big black man. So I'm like, I don't want to say that and make people feel uncomfortable. And Tony be like, yeah, nah. Um, so see, that's not going to happen. Um, this is not going to happen. And this is what, this is what's going on. Um, and not in the sense of like, she's not telling them like, yeah, I'm not doing my job. She's like, no, these are the numbers. This is what I'm hitting. This is what's happening. And yeah, all that other stuff. Yeah. So I say that to say she's not a pushover, but, um, she definitely has a lot of insight on being submissive, um, being, in, being comfortable in her own skin to not be a pushover, but still be submissive. So uh, I'll just repeat the the, uh, the the question real quick because I had a real uh, long spiel before, but she said, what do you all think about submission? Who and how do you submit in a relationship? Well, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, you know what, people, when, when you hear submission, people be like, oh my gosh, you gotta get on your knees and beg, can you go to the bathroom? And it's such a negative thought when you think of the word submission and it's definitely nothing like that. Like I said, I love a man to be a man. That's very attractive to me. And it's not that I can't do it. It's not that I won't, you know, it's just like, if you're gonna do it, it's attractive that you, you, you know, that you taken up for it. Um, what was the question? How to be submissive? Um, I don't know. It's not like, it's just, that's just, I guess what I'm seeing. I'm the youngest of seven. Like I have five brothers. I, I grew up, I was fortunate to have, you know, both parents in the household. My dad all my life 
took care of the bills and he was a good cook. He, let me whisper a little bit. He cooked better than my mama. You know, like he's the cook. So it's just like, that taught me like, to, to me, he's a manly man. And yes, he do cook for the kids, all seven of us. And that still makes him a manly man. It's just like, it's just how you walk. It's just how you talk. It's not no, oh my gosh, I'm rubbing his feet and kissing his feet all night. Like, no, I don't even, it's not like that. So I don't really know how to teach how to be submissive. It's just, it's just my character. Like, even in a friendship, like, I'm down for you. I'm a ride for you. Trey picked up the phone like, yo, sis, I need you. You know, I'm, I'm here. Like, that's a fact. Topic. I'm here. It's just me as a person. So I, it's not so much of submission, how a lot of people think it is. It's just being really down and riding, like, you know, letting people be who they are, respecting people for who they are, letting people be, you know, um, just give people value, give people respect, you know? Yeah. I think that's what submission is, um, especially in my relationship. I just think I respect, you know, him as a man, as a person. So it's, it's, it's cool for, for you to take lead on something. It's like, all right, cool. And it's attractive. No problem. You right. go ahead and do that. So, yeah. I think that that's super dope that you said that. Like being submissive is allowing somebody to be who they are, right? Um, because when, when you look at, let's say, if, if we're looking at the gender roles, right, and you want this man to lead, you not submitting to the vision, right? And I'm just saying this just as an example. Um, that's preventing that man from, from being whatever it is that he's trying to be, right? Or whatever he is, whatever it is that he's trying to do. Um, or even as a, as a woman, like I feel like there's certain things that a man should, you know, you know, sort of submit to, especially if you, let's say, for example, if it's in the kitchen, like if you can't cook, don't be a backseat cook. Like you got to let that woman be who she is. Like, like, you know, like, um, so. Let me tell you, <laughs> when I cook, he will be like, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the type that when I finish cooking, I re eat and then I got to turn around and start cleaning. Nah, my man come over there and be like, I got it, baby. And he'll wash the dishes. You got it. Right. What, what more do you want? Like, okay, you didn't cook, but you cleaned those dishes. You put You're them away. Like, no, I can do that too. I'm going to cook. Yeah. You know, like, but don't get me wrong. Right. Don't get me wrong. No. There's times where if I'm just in the zone and I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. Fine. You know, go, go sit down. You know, we both work. It's, it's fine. Like, especially if I, you know, and mom, if I know, you know, he had a, a rougher day than me, you know? So it's like, go sit down. It's fine. I cook, I cook, I'll clean the dishes. It is what it is. You know, you can't have that mentality of, uh, no, we do every, I do this, you do this. It's not going to work like that all the time. What relationship Sometimes, is that anyway? What kind of relationship right, are you really yeah. having in your household? That's not happiness. Sometimes, exactly. It's competition. You understand? Exactly. Like when I'm when I'm lacking, I need you to step in. I need you to build me up. Mm -hmm. This is not the, I've been working 20 hour shifts and I'm still gonna do X, Y, and Z just to prove to you that I could do it. Right. No. Right. No. And I think another form of um submission too is okay, you know, I'm I'm what you did when, when you put that that cabinet together that was just you know and I know you had a hard day you know let me go let me rub your back 
or when you know I had a rough day, I would go to the gym and then just randomly he'll rub my feet. That's a form of submission to me, you know, like acknowledging the fact that, you know, I'm here and, you know, you, you appreciate me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Right. That is so true. That is so true. And I think, and I'm, and I love all of your perspectives on this because I think that we're really getting to see that submission is not, it's not what we thought it is. It's not like get in the chains, get in the yoke, put your head in the, you know, like it's, that's, that's not it. Like it's not shining shoes and, 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 and all this other stuff. Right. Um, so in our comments, uh, Reggie said that um, it don't have to be a submission, just be able to accept the positive uh, support. Uh, Natalie said, teach Tony. Uh, she also said, submission is yielding to my partner as the final authority. Um, I trust him to make the right choice for the both of us. Um, and then Melissa said in our comments, right, Torah and Tony. Um, and then she says, sugar dope, Trey says. Uh, so before we wrap up, right, because I'm not going to keep you guys for another two hour episode, but I really love how active you guys are in the comments. Um, and, you know, I do just want to shout out my panelists uh, really quickly, because like I told you guys earlier, like um, there was a completely different panel lined up. Um, and like Tony said, like uh, being supportive, um, Torah being supportive and being able to be one call away. Um, and that's why our episode had to start a little later um, because I had to give them time to, you know, get ready and prepare themselves. And, um, you know, I couldn't just throw them in like, all right, 10 minutes before, you know, showtime. Like, um, so, you know, thank you guys, the viewers for still watching, still rocking with us again. Um, the other panelists we had lined up had some last minute, um, you know, work circumstances. So they had to take care of that. Um, definitely not going to ask them to not put food in their table. Um, but you'll definitely see uh, those guys in the future. Uh, but uh, just getting back to the, the thought process of like, where do we go from here, right? The new age thinking. Um, I want to ask uh, Nikki, how, how does somebody know what their role is, right? Now that we've kind of defined that at this point in society, the, the roles are not really based off of gender, just more so of availability and a bunch of other different things, but how would somebody know what their role is? Um, I feel like that's just kind of established over time. Like, it depends on the relationship. Like, I do feel like when you like date somebody, you get to know them, you know, of course that first question, like, you know, what do you like? What do you this? And you know, some people, they try to do that and things like that. So they know. So if you tell a guy, you know, I like gifts, I like this, or you tell your girlfriend, I like, and you know, like they'll try to do that. But I think roles are really established after, you know, after a period of time, um, whether it's relationship, it's like, cause my girlfriend, she'll like do the date stuff. Like, you know, that's the date person she's taken. She has all the good ideas, all the things like that. Like I'm the person because I'm a, I'm like half boy, you know, now I'm just playing, <laughs> but, um, I'm like the emotional person. Like I'm the person that like drives the boat when things are like when we're PMSing type thing. And then like, even whether it's a friendship, like I have a new friendship with the friend that was, you know, had the work issue. Like, you know, we basically established our role off of conversation. So the more I talk to her, it's like, you know, what? I could talk to her about this, you know, what she's good for this type of thing. So no matter what it is, I feel like all relationships and all roles, it's just like established over a period of time and over the period of your friendship, relationship, uh, whatever it is. 
Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that, especially, um, you know, when you look at a relationship, right? Um, and then going back to the uh, episode two um, that um, myself and Toro were a part of, uh, things I wish I'd known before I got married. And uh, that's a book by uh, an author named Gary Chapman. He's actually the author of a really famous book called The Five Love Languages. Um, if you haven't read the book, um, I recommend the book. I think it's a great book, like a great read. Um, whether you're single, in a relationship, um, you know, about to get married, engaged, um, or even if you're married, um, it, it, it really opens up your mind to different things. Uh, he begins each chapter by saying, like, you know, I wish I would have known this. I wish I would have known that. Um, and it just gives you a lot of different ideas on how to go about things and things of that sort. Um, and in the book, it actually had a chapter that said, um, I wish I would have known that somebody had to clean the toilet or the toilet didn't clean itself or something like that. Right. Um, and just something as small as that, um, I feel like over time roles are established when you when the closer you guys get, when you guys move in, the more you get to know a person, you say, OK, this is him. This is her. This is, you know, what I'm going to do. This is what they're going to do. Uh, but when we start talking about roles. Um, Tora, at what point does that conversation come up? Like, you know, like when, when's the first role conversation? Like what type of role or, or, or do you um, as a person introduce your role? Like, all right, this is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what I'm willing to do. And when does that um, happen? For me and my relationship personally, um, those roles were just established through knowing each other for a long time and knowing like my background, you know, getting in you know cool with my family and and, and kind of knowing you know basically where where we come from you know what I'm saying um before we lived together like there was things you know that I did not know about how he would be as a you know as a roommate I knew that he came from a clean household but I didn't know if the house was only clean because you know you know his mom was cleaning it or whatever it came it came, it happened for both, it had to happen for us to live together for me to realize that, no, he's just a neat freak, you know, like that wasn't just his mother, you know, it's good to know who you're dealing with because he, you know, he came from a household where his mother taught him how to clean. Clearly his mother taught him how to clean. So you never want to get into a situation where you don't know where this person came from, you know? So you don't know what the roles are gonna be, you know? You don't know what to expect. So you wanna kind of really know, you know, wh where each other are, are coming from. So like, and like I said, in my relationship, that conversation never, it never comes up. We just, we just both are on the same page, luckily, when it comes to just life roles and financial roles and, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, certain conversations shouldn't be had, but I mean, it, it never, it just, it, it just works itself out all the time. Like I'm lucky enough to say like, it just always works out, and you know, good. but I do think that people should, you know, if you're getting into a new relationship, you have to do your homework. <laughs> you have to do your homework because, you know, if that person is a, a, a woman like in the book Traquan that you know things I wish I'd known before I got married you know they talk about you know a woman you know seeing her father mowing the lawn or cleaning the car every Saturday morning she's going to get into a relationship with the man and she's going to expect that 
But as a man, maybe he didn't have a father or maybe, you know, his father was just a lazy bum. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, you just have to know, like, you know, what you're dealing with. <laughs> you have to know and, and be, be mature enough to bring up certain conversations. I love, I really love that. Like I, I, especially, especially the part about not being exposed to a particular role. We can't expect, like we can't expect that. If I don't know what you've been exposed to, how would I, how can I now expect that for you or think that that's going to be you? Like we didn't grow up in the same house. We don't have the same values. Um, so how was it that, how, how can I expect you to, to, to be like that? Um, and another thing I like that Torah said was, um, they just kind of fill in the blanks, right? I move left. So you know that the right is open. I did this. So, you know, it's time to do this. Right. And it's just kind of filling in the blanks. So the new age thinking is just kind of like, let's just pick up the slack wherever the slack needs to be picked up. Right. There's a way. And I just want to say really, yeah. really quick, you know, the, the new generation that's out here, oh, I don't need a man and I can do this by myself. Get out of that. Get out of that because whether you can financially pro provide for yourself or not, there are things emotionally that, that we need from each other. You know, I can't hold myself at night. <laughs> I could rub my own feet, but it feel better when somebody else is doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get out of that thinking of, you know, you know, I don't, I, you know, I could take your man, like if, if he can be taken, then, you know, he's not mine. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think a lot of the new age generation, I, you know, it comes from the music. Right. It's the music, you know, and it's, it's just being forced down your throat. And listen, let me tell you, I need my man. <laughs> I need him, I need him to be here with me. I need him to get through life. So right. that's and just I what it is. <laughs> I think when, when, when I was younger, um, especially when we look at music, right, even the R&B music these days, it's, it's too tough for me. Like, like, y'all too gangster in this R&B music. Like, when, like, that's, I, and I think that's why people can't let go of, like, 90s R&B or, or, or the music before the 90s, like the, you know, even like Aretha Franklin and, and when we go back that far we can't let go of music like that because the music now when the last time you heard a real love song like like a real love song not like I took her home after the first date like no right, everything is cheating on each other and how much money we Bro, got when's the last time you heard an actual lyric I don't know what none of them are saying like is it just me <laughs> or like for real like, I don't know like, what nobody's saying. And, and this girl's hating on me and, and these bitches ain't me and they not on my Like, where's, like, come on. Like, we're all women. <laughs> Why is there such a, a competition and womanhood? Like, like where, where's the love, right? Where is the love? Even, even I, I, I look at people like Joe. Like, we had men that were really pouring their hearts out. Ryan McKnight, which is my favorite art artist, regardless of genre, like who just sung song after love, about love after love after love after love. Like, um, like where's where's the love? Like um, you, you talk about, um, you know, music and, 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 and singing about love, but they, were, they weren't just singing about love. They were singing about lifelong commitments, marriage. Like um, nowadays we got people and like, why get married? What I need to get married for? We, we've been together like 
you know, what I need to get married for. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, I think that we need to push that agenda more lifelong commitments. Um, I've heard people or women say things, young women, I should say, the younger generation say things like, oh, I want him to, I want to have his baby. He got good hair. You do know that this baby is a lifelong commitment. Like, like I can't get married because I can't be tied down. You know, this baby is a lifelong commitment. Like, I'm confused. It, it goes hand in hand. Now, of course, mistakes do happen. We all live life, you know, a certain type of way. And you do you do something, you're gonna get something out of it, right? Like, so you know it it is what it is. And but, then those, and unfortunately, that's what leads to these single households. And a woman gotta take on all the roles because their mindset for back when whatever was, I just want him for this, and he didn't provide anything else to the table. So yeah. now you're stuck with the baby, and now you're stuck with all of these decisions you didn't think could happen. And you're like, now I got to be the mama. I got to be the daddy. I got to be this. I got to do all this. Now you're forced into that because of your neglectful thinking. You didn't yeah. think ahead of you having sex. You didn't think about the all the things that could happen. Mm-hmm. And real quick, because I was just watching um, Waiting to Exhale the other night when Robin, you know, she's messing with the married man. And then, you know, she comes on and she's pregnant and she's like, you know, we don't need you. And it's like, Watching that now, you know, knowing what I know now as a grown woman with children, Robin, you was messy for that because, you know, I get it. You know, some people are just not with, you know, taking care of the situation and not going forward with, you know, the pregnancy or whatever. But, you know, just thinking about it, it's like, but all kids need both parents. They don't need the mother more. They don't need the father more. I feel like they equally need both parents and then you just get pregnant by this married man and then just send him on his way so that now what do you tell your kid growing up you know like that that feeling of well my dad doesn't want me or why wasn't my dad around like you explain that but you sent him on his way (laughs) you told him that you didn't meet him yeah so like you know it's it's just the world is just crazy i have a question Right, right. All black people need therapy because we we don't know what what love, what the definition of a strong household. It's just so much confusion and lost everywhere. Like black people need therapy. I'm with you on that one. I know I do. Um, And and there's a question in our comments that I'm actually going to answer. Um, and Natalie said in our comments, do you all feel the guidelines? Uh, well, Marilyn said in our comments, new age thinking versus Christian values. Um, and then Natalie said in our comments, do you all feel the guidelines given to Christians regarding marriage do not apply in 2021? Um, so I actually want to take the time out to answer that question. Um, so um, for me personally, I'm not going to say that, um, that those values do not pertain to 2021. However, um, we also have to take take into account that everybody doesn't um, everybody doesn't carry the same belief system, um, especially now where we look at uh, the sense of quote unquote spirituality. Right, people are, are um, because of what has gone on um, with the institution of the church in the church building, and um, when we think about things like church hurt, uh, people are now neglecting um, the church the building, the organization, um, and they want to tap into something a little bit more spiritual. Um, so when you say 
Christian, I feel like a lot of people think the church, the building, the pastor, the, the roles, the denomination, um, and things of that sort. Um, I don't think that, um, I think that that depends on what you believe. Um, and I think that as, as myself, being a believer, um, being a preacher of the gospel, um, I don't force it down people's throat. Um, I don't, you know, it's not something that I come on every episode and say, hey guys, I'm a minister. Um, and, but you'll see I, I'm, I'm unapologetic about what I believe, right? So I'm not gonna force it down your throat, um, but I'm not gonna deny it either. Um, and I think that um, with certain people saying that their values, I think it just all depends on the person and what they believe. Um, and I think that once we love on people enough um, and people see the love in us, um, then they'll be more open to talk about things that they've been misinformed about. I feel like a lot of people, um, not even I feel like with the information that I have now, a lot of people were misled, have misinformation about um, the Christian faith um, and uh, a lot of quote unquote hypocrisy um, because they were uneducated. Um, so I think that to, to sort of answer your question, I think that the more that we love on people, people will be more open to those values. Um, and then um, for the people that do, um, you know, or, or, or are believers, I should say, um, I would say that they do apply, um, but you know, like it says in the Bible, we all for sh fall short. Um, and I think that people um, are trying their best and they just need someone to, you know, kind of um, give them that backing, um, you know, uh, accountability partner, I should say, um, kind of help them out with that um, and learn from, right? And, and learn information is so available uh, today. So to have that opportunity to really learn um, about what it says about marriage um, and to try to live that life um, that they feel like will be, you know, best for them. But with, with, with spirituality these days, um, I think that you just have to be around the right person that can, or be the right person um, that can help affect change and teach people. Um, people are not just gonna go off your word anymore. It's not just, oh, come come to Jesus just because. And, and now you can't wear a skirt now you can't do this, now you can't do that, now you can't do that, now you can't do that, um, and no other information other than what you can't do. Um, but that's a that's a deep conversation. I'm not gonna um, you know, go go too deep in because like I said, I am a preacher and when I start talking about Jesus, we'll be here another two hours. So I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna flip that switch. Um <laughs> but um I want to look at our comments and see if um, if we have any more comments. Let's see. So Natalie also said, Torah, I need a man. Um, Eric James says, very proud of this brother right here. Thank you so much, E. Um, you know, you, you mean so much to me. Um, and definitely one of the reasons um, why I do this podcast and a lot of other things I do. Um, because you shed light on a lot of situations, open a lot of doors, open my mind to a lot of different things. Um, so I definitely appreciate you for that. Uh, Melissa said, my sister always says the song people sang back in the day, eats real, is real, and is baby making music. Uh, Natalie said, I'm not trying to push what I believe. However, I, I sincerely believe that is why God gave us directions. Tony, I agree. We don't need 40 acres in a mule, we need therapy. 
Um, and then Natalie also said, you are right. The church folks has given God's word a bad name. Thank you for that. So that wraps up our comments for now. Um, and my final question um, for Tony, um, I wanna ask you, do you think that there's a way that we can change gender roles in the workplace? Well, I asked all of you guys that question. I wanna end with that, but I'll start with Tony. I think it's gonna happen. I think with this new generation is going to happen. I think it's gonna be um, just like everything else, a movement. You know, there's gonna be a lot of pushback. I think it's inevitable, inevitable that it's going to definitely happen because um, this generation don't give two shits, you know? Like they are changing everything and they are really, you know, a, a force to be reckoned with. And I promise you, mark my words, everything that you know, that you can say back, we're going to start saying back in the days to things when we was growing up, you know, it's not going to be so much back in the days. It's just this new generation is coming in full speed. And I like it, you know, some stuff they could be like, all right, but for majority of the stuff, they got this attitude where they, they changing stuff. Yeah, they, they, they coming in hot. They definitely coming in hot. Uh, and Torrid, um, do you think that there's a way um, that we can help change gender roles in the workplace? Sorry, can't find my mic. <laughs> um, is there a way that we can help it? No, I think, you know, it's, it's gonna, we have no control. Like, I think it's just gonna be what it's gonna be. You know, we just have to, you know, try to be who we are and just be ready for the ride. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think a lot of times we try to change things or push a particular narrative, right? Um, and at the end of the day, the change that we do want to see has to always begin in us. Um, and that always brings me back to the name of the podcast, A Better Me Equals A Better We, right? Um, I'll get a little uh, biblical on you guys. Like when, when you look at a lot of what Jesus did, you know, a lot of the things that he did, the people he interacted with, it, all, it started with a question. It was a simple interaction. Um, I can't recall a time um, other than a storm or telling a mountain to move or something like that, where he walked up to somebody and said, do this, walk, follow me right now, because I said so, right? Um, he lived a lot by example. Um, and I think that that's what, that was one of the things that was so um, important about him becoming man um, and becoming flesh so that we can have an example or they can have an example at that time. Um, so the change we want to see has to first begin in us. We can show that change. We can be the front runner. We can go out and do it. And then when people see it, then they'll come to it and then change will happen. Right. But you, you got to do something, right. You can't just say, oh, I want them to stop treating us like this, but you are just saying it, but you're not doing nothing. Um, that was just like this podcast, right. I can sit around and say, yo, I want to, I want to create a platform. I wish there was a platform where we can all just discuss different topics and everybody could just be they self and 
and come as you are, like, because I promise you, I thought about coming up here with a suit on like that. You're a preacher, so you know you got to have a suit on, right? Or telling people to be formal, right? But then people want people they can connect to, right? We, we want to be able to connect. We want to be able to feel each other. We want to be apart. Like, we were not created to be alone, right? I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to come with a t-shirt on. I want to be able to just come from the gym and have basketball shorts on and talk to you guys about how I feel about gender roles or global warming, right? So in order for that change to happen, in order for us to be able to have this conversation where we can learn from each other, I had to do it. Like there's nothing to it but to do it, right? So we got to be who we are so we can affect the change that we're meant to affect. Um, and Nikki, do you think that there's anything that we can do to, to change gender roles in the workplace? Um, honestly, I think, I think everything, like I said before, is just going to happen over time. Like I, like if you were to say, do you think there's something you could do? Then my answer would be completely no. But like Tony was saying, the way this generation is like, is it something that we can do? And then, you know, they're bullies now. So it's just like, it's, there is something in the workplace or it's like, you know, we're not making enough money and you know, the man is making more money than we are. Then as people, as a whole, I do think there, there can be change with that because we're getting the same education as men were getting and men is getting and we're as experienced as they are. So as far as in the workplace, I do believe over time, like it's just going to happen because we, we are seeing more like, you know, female leadership roles. Like even like I just, like I said earlier, like my the boss of the whole department. She's a female. So it's I, I do think it's just the evolution over time. Gracias. And I agree with you guys. Things change over time. And change is not always bad, right? Um, I've realized or I've come to realize these past few weeks, like I've, I've been reminiscing, especially after this last episode we did, um, uh, well, not the last one, the one before that generational behaviors. And you think about how things actually go down from like one generation. It starts with starts with your great grandfather and it somehow travels to your grandfather and then to your father. And then, you know, and then somehow it reaches you. Right. Um, when I look at myself, it's like, wow, like everything that I do now, I'm going to have to pass the baton to my son. I'm going to have to he's going to pass the baton to his kids. Um, so everything that we do is just to you know affect change. I say all that to say like it'll it's gonna change eventually. That's just how things work. Um, Natalie said in our comments, Tony, you are so right. We can get equal pay for sure. I'm proud of the young folks with that. Uh, so I don't want to keep you guys um, you know for another two hour episode. Even though I love talking to you guys and I love the comments that you guys um, are bringing in, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, you know. I'm, at this point that this is directed to my panelists um, because again, to be there at a drop of a dime, a moment's notice, um, like literally everybody that you see here was literally spoken to, I wanna say what, seven minutes, um, you know, before eight um, and, and, and they answered the call and they made their self available. Um, they both were in the middle of doing something um, and then dropped it, made their self available to me. Um, and, and I appreciate it so much. I can't even put into words like how much I appreciate it um, because I respect your time um, and time is the one thing that we cannot get back. Um, you know, I can get another dollar if I lose one, but I can't get another minute um, once it passed. So, you know, I respect you guys time and I appreciate you so much. 
Um, you know, Nikki, I appreciate you, you know, for being able to be here. Um, and even my other panelists, like, you know, that couldn't make it, I appreciate them as well. They had things that they had to attend to. Um, and I just appreciate them, you know, trying to work around it for me, but not being able to. And, and I definitely understand. Uh, you guys that are watching, um, you know, like I always say, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, like I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate all of the perspectives, all of the comments, all of the questions, um, because at the end of the day, it's helping us all learn, grow, hear from a different perspective. Even when, you know, we're talking about gender roles um, and relationships and, and workplace, and then you bring up, um, you know, Christianity and religion and things of that sort, like being able to just hear so many different perspectives um, the conversation may not have been pushed in that direction um, had it not been for you guys commenting and talking about certain things and asking us different questions. So, um, you know, I appreciate your time if you if you watch this video. Um, and if you like the video, share the video. If you didn't like the video, share the video. Um, somebody on your timeline might like it or need it or learn from it. Um, and that's what it's all about, um, us taking uh, what we can from each other, learning and just trying to, you know, make ourselves better before we pass that baton. Um, so, Nikki, do you have, oh, I think we may have lost Tony. Um, Nikki, do you have any last words for our viewers before we head out? Well, of course, I just want to say it's been a pleasure. And you're very, very welcome. Um, I'll see y'all next week in the comments because y'all know I'll be active in there. So that's really it. <laughs> She said, I'm active. Y'all know I be active in them comments. She do, them, them Twitter fingers, she active. I'm outside. <laughs> we outside. <laughs> Tora, do you have any last words for our viewers before we head out? Um, I want to say thank you for thinking of me and letting me join this panel tonight because this was definitely a topic that I was going to be in the comments active about, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad I was able to, you know, put my two cents in when it came to um, this topic. Um, you know, Traquan, I'm just a phone call away. Prove that. Always prove that to you. Um, I was actually just laying down when you called me about to cuddle up with my boo and we was about to watch our TV show. <laughs> and he understood, you know, shout out to my boo. He understood. He That's like, a fact. Shout out. And we gonna, like, I'm going to get him on here too. <laughs> he in the living room, but he like, go ahead, baby, do your thing. Like, it's all good. So shout out to him for understanding that, you know, this is something that I really like to be a part of. I love conversations like this. So thanks again for having me again. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what's so crazy, right? And, and I'm not going to pick up the conversation and keep going, right? I ain't going to be like one of the people that's like, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. <laughs> it's super dope. Like when you sit and look at the dynamic of Tora's situation, like for her to just be like, yo, babe, listen, I got to do this. And he's just like, all right, cool. I'm going to head over here. And I'm a, you see how things just kind of like mm -hmm. fall in. And, and I think that's what we all aspire for, mm -hmm. not even just in relationship, but just in situations. Like it's just yeah. so much easier when it's just like, mm -hmm. I go left, you go right. right. I do and this. I asked him, I'm like, baby, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, nah, nah, it's cool. You know, you know, because when you're in a relationship, you have to make sure I have to check in with my man. Whatever it is that I'm doing, wherever it is, uh, wherever I'm going. And that's not to say, oh, 
he got me on lock. You know, that's just the respect thing. Like, that's my partner. That's my life partner. And I got to check in with my man. You okay with this, babe? Okay, then this is what I'm, this is what we're doing. <laughs> right. We just need a little bit more people to do that when they're making them Amazon purchases. <laughs> I don't, let me, <laughs> let me mute myself now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, because, you know, some, you know, I seen somebody say, you know what? I need to talk to Amazon because they done took uh, $40 out my bank account at 2 a.m. in the morning. No, they ain't take it. You gave it to them. <laughs> you gave it to them. You know, we all, because of the pandemic, we all getting um, order crazy. Okay. You back, Tony? Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. All right, Tony. Sorry, my phone died. <laughs> you back, Tony? I'm back. Where's uh, before we get out of here? All right, Tony. Uh oh, I'm hearing somebody feedback. You okay? You hear me? I'm good. So, any last word for our viewers before we get out of here, Tony? Of course. I just, again, look at her. Want to be in the camera. I just want to say thank you so much. You know I appreciate you always uh, for being a guest, for being considered to be a guest. Um, last minute, but it's cool. You know I'm always down to ride. I'm that kind of friend. Um, thank you, ladies, uh, for all your feedback, for the conversation. It was super dope. And to change the roles in the workplace, I think we need to just encourage, you know, young girls to study whatever they want to study. Like, don't be intimidated by the workflow, by the workforce that's dominated by men. You know, study it if you want to study it. That's the only way we're going to start changing if we encourage our, you know, our young girls to do whatever they want. You know, do whatever they want, do whatever that makes them happy. So, again, good night. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Listen, that wraps up our episode. This is actually episode number one, um, but I did it on uh, Podbean and it wasn't available to you guys on Facebook. I didn't want to just upload the audio by itself. So I was like, nah, we really like that. So we're going to do it all over again so we can have video. Hi, Lani. So we can have video. Um, and you guys can be a part of the conversation. So this is episode one, redo, um, gender roles. So this is, I'm super excited about uh, this episode. The reason why I did this episode over is because uh, a better me, the a better me equals a better we podcast is actually going to get its own Facebook page, right? So now y'all don't have to, y'all don't have to scroll through my memes and, and, and try to find the episodes and stuff like that, right? It's going to have its own Facebook page starting next Tuesday. But I, so I wanted to have all of the episodes from one to seven for you guys available. So when you go to that page, if you wanted to look back at it, right? So now you see the mastermind and, you know, it's a method. It's a method, you know? So um, it's, gonna, it's actually going to have its own um, Facebook page. And, right, y'all ready? General, y'all ready for this one? And its own youtube channel right so not only are we going to have facebook we're going to have our own youtube channel so be prepared if you are a panelist or have been a past panelist we we on youtube we we like we outside we outside, oh, we, outside. Right? we lit <laughs> <laughs> we outside right so um 
starting Tuesday, it'll have its own um, Facebook page. Well, as a matter of fact, starting tomorrow, it'll have its own Facebook page. I'll send you guys invites. Um, you know, as soon as I get all the up the episodes uploaded, um, I should have it done by the end of this week. I'll send you guys uh, all invites. So please like the page, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Y'all yeah, know how that works. Subscribe, 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 right? So please, if you know somebody, invite people to like the page. Uh, we, we need them numbers. Uh, we need people to watch. We need people to grow. Um, because the only way that we're going to grow is if we pass information. Um, and the last words I want to leave with you guys is go to therapy. We all need a little therapy, right? We all need a little therapy. It's okay to talk to somebody. I will say this is considered therapy. This is why I love it so much. And I'm so glad you started this. Let's go. <laughs> go to therapy, a.k.a. listen to the podcast, right? You, this is where you need to be. This is where you need to be. You're going to hear about everything. You're going to hear about everything, right? I, we're going to have an episode on spirituality, right? We're, we're going to do it. We're going to have an episode on fitness. We're going to talk about gender roles. We might just talk about DMX next week, right? Like you just, you just never know, right? You just never know what you're going to hear. We can't box ourselves in as far as conversations. And we're going to talk about it all right here in a controlled environment where we can all be ourselves and talk about some stuff right so i'm just really excited at the journey that we've been on thus far you guys really boost me up like every episode it's like do it again do it again do it again right you guys really boost me up uh, make me feel really good about this and it makes me feel like uh, you know i'm really making a change so i really appreciate you guys um so again that wraps up a better me equals a better we episode number one the redo uh gender roles great perspectives from our panelists great perspectives from um, our viewers, if you are in the comments, um, and just remember that a better me equals a better we. We outside. I'll see y'all next week at 8.30.